I'm Meg Dahl, your unbreakable host. Welcome to the show. here last week. We had a new episode last week. So if you haven't listened to that one yet and you like my eating disorder, hypothalamic amenorrhea Q&A episodes, definitely go back to last week and listen to that one. But I am back in my office this week and it feels good. I was away for eight days, I think it was. I was in Kelowna I've talked about this leading up to my trip, but I was in Kelowna, BC. It's just a beautiful part of Canada. It's one of my favorite places in all of Canada, actually. Um, And I'm lucky enough to have family that lives there. But I actually went to Kelowna to complete my somatic experiencing practitioner certification. So it was a pretty big deal to be there and just like the trip itself was a big deal because I started this somatic experiencing practitioner program back in 2021. So it is a three-year program and it is over. And honestly, I have so many emotions around this. And before I kind of like get into that, I'll just let you know that this episode is kind of like a episode where I'm going to share my experiences going through the program, answer some of your questions because I did put a question sticker up on Instagram after I completed the training while I was making my way back home. And I got some really great questions. And then I plan to tell you what I'm going to be doing next because I have something up my sleeve already. Not really up my sleeve, but on my calendar, I guess is more more correct. Um, There's already something on my calendar waiting for me as far as like, if you're wondering, okay, she's completed this certification and now what's next? There is actually a next, so I'm excited to tell you about that, but I'm definitely going to just kind of freestyle this episode, share some things that are coming up for me around finishing this course, this certification, and then also obviously answer the questions that you submitted to me um, once I finished my training. So yeah, like I said, I am just feeling all sorts of emotions around this. I think, you know, when I signed up to begin this program three years ago, I actually remember, like I remember I was at my parents' house because Scott and I We weren't in this house yet, I don't think. Anyways, we, 
yeah, we were still living at our old house. So I just remember like really wanting to do this program. And I was at my parents' house telling them about it and telling them how excited I was because I had signed up. And, you know, three years sounds like quite a long time, actually. You know, think about if you were to commit to doing something for three years. I don't know, for me, just like reflecting back on this and that time when I signed up for the course, it just sounded like a really long time. And now that I'm done, I, you know, first of all, I think it's just maybe like the biggest emotion present is kind of like excitement. I'm excited to be done the course. Um, Or maybe the very biggest emotion around all of this is like being proud of myself for doing this because I don't think, like I, I just love learning. I feel like I'm probably going to be a forever student in some way. I've just always been this way. Love love learning, love being a student. Um, and I just really wanted to start making my way and taking these steps towards these types of programs where I could support my clients, um, through like healing through their traumas and kind of from more of a therapy, therapeutic standpoint and not um, have like food and nutrition be a big part of my business really you know I I love that I went to university and studied food and nutrition and I have a dietetics degree from my university Um, but it's it's really what what really just lights the passion inside of me is supporting others in healing from trauma and this course really allowed me to like really dive into that and be confident in doing this type of work and so yeah, I feel a lot of like pride for myself for completing this course, but I'm not going to lie. I am also like, it's, it feels very bittersweet for me because I said like three years sounds like a really long time, but it went by so fast. So you know, I have a few friends who are kind of in the midst of the three years, you know, maybe they're kind of like a year in or a year and a half into the program. And honestly, if I could do it, like if I could rewind time and just do it all over again, I totally would. So you know, I don't really love like using the word jealous and I don't think that's totally accurate. Um, but I guess I, there's like, it's not jealous, but I just look at my friends who are a year into the course or even just starting the course or halfway through the course. And I'm just like, Oh man, I wish I could go back and, you know, be where you are right now because it goes by so fast. So if you're listening to this episode and 
you're in the somatic experiencing practitioner program, um, you know, just take some time and just soak it up. That would be my advice for you because it truly does go by so fast and it's three years, but it's three incredible years. And like I said, I totally would go back if I could. Um, so I'm having a lot of like feeling proud of myself for doing this program, a lot of like excitement to be done and just like stepping into more and more confidence all the time around this work and things like that. And I think it just, um, opens up a lot of opportunities and, then there's some sadness too, because for three years I have been learning with these incredible people. Um, so you kind of follow the same cohort, they call them, right? So I was in the 2021 cohort and you make a lot of amazing connections and the thing about my class and I guess I can actually offer this to this episode before because I've never talked about this on the podcast before but um, this might be helpful for those of you who might be considering the course um, and looking into more details around doing your um, this somatic experiencing course but when I started, I started in 2021. So COVID was still very much a thing, which was kind of like actually to my advantage because of where I live, there were no cohorts starting around me. Um, like the closest one would have been three hours away, which isn't like crazy far or anything like that, but it, there was no cohort starting, um, anytime soon. So the closest one to me was 10 plus hours away. And that was the one I was actually in. I was in the Edmonton, Alberta cohort. So if you're Canadian, you'll obviously know where Edmonton is. And that's about like 10 plus hours away from me. So I lucked out with like COVID times because all of my modules, all of the classes for the first two years. So the first year is called your beginning year and your second year is called your intermediate year. And for both of those years, everything was done online. So I didn't have to go to Edmonton at all, which was really nice. And I actually think... I think we all have different learning styles, um, but for me personally, I do think I learn best when I'm in my own space. I'm at home. I work from home all the time, so I'm used to it. And I know when people go from like working in their office, like in an office outside of their house, you know, during COVID, if you were always going to work outside of your house to an office or like another building and then all of a sudden you had to start working from home 
I know a lot of people felt like super distracted and stuff working from home, but I'm the opposite because I always work from home. I have always worked from home. And so I do really well working from home. Like I can get my shit done when I'm working from home. I'm just used to it. And so I think that's also why I just really enjoyed doing my first two years of this program online. Like all of our classes were still live. They were just done on Zoom, right? And so I really enjoyed that. But the thing about this course is your advanced year. So that's the third year of the program, the third and final year you have to take it in person. It is done in person. And so that's why I was in Kelowna because, um, you know, these two advanced modules that take place during your third year, they have to be done in person. And I was not looking forward really to being in person because like I said, I'm just so used to learning from home, being in my own space, being at home. I just feel so much more um, productive and focused, I guess, when I'm at home. Whereas like when I'm around other people and in a room filled with people, um, I just feel like I'm not able to like really super focus and learn as well. But um, I still feel that way. (laughs) But what I'm getting at is I was in Kelowna, like I said, for this final module of the program for the last like eight days last week. And I made some amazing friendships and like beautiful connections. And it's just a totally different experience doing it in person. So I was saying to my friend before, like when we were all leaving, I was saying that, you know, even though I feel like I learn so much better online or when I'm at home, like I feel like just like the information just kind of sinks in a little bit better, I guess, because I'm in my own space and whatnot. Um, I I actually preferred the in-person learning because of the connections that I was able to make. Um, So yeah, I was just sharing that with a friend that it's kind of weird because I feel like the information just kind of like, I don't know, I was able to like soak up the information better when I was online and at home. But um, I actually really, really enjoyed doing this last module in person. And so, like I said, I just thought that would be an interesting share because I do know that there's courses available online. Like there are some cohorts that run online, even though, you know, we're not in the thick of COVID anymore. And there's a lot of cohorts that are obviously done in person start to finish. And so, I don't know, I just thought I would offer my experience to you because, you know, I'm wondering, like, I feel like I'd be interested if I was able to go back and restart the program all over again 
I'd be interested to see like what my experience would be like if I did the entire program start to finish in person because I truly did enjoy this past week so much. Um, So just like keep that in mind if you are someone who is interested in this program and kind of like trying to decide between doing it in person or online. Um, So that's what I'll say there. Now, when I did ask for questions or when I put a question sticker up on Instagram um, asking for questions for this episode now that I'm done my certification I obviously got some questions that are asking like what is somatic experiencing or somatic therapy now this is not that episode because I have already recorded that episode so if you're new to somatic experiencing. If you don't know what the somatic type of therapy is, I am going to link that episode for you in the show notes because I think you'll get a lot out of that episode. And I recorded that about a year or more ago and I got tons of great feedback on that episode. So that will be linked up for you in the show notes. You can go listen to that one and then just come back to this one. Now, diving into your question. So question number one, this is this is an easy one. So I'm just going to get it out of the way. Um, our listener asks, was it worth it? And I truly cannot even express to you how worth it this was. Like, not even from... I don't know. It's just there. this program added so much to my life. And what I was going to say was like, was it worth it? You know, I think when we go into some type of training or program or course or certification, like we're going into it with the intent of like learning, right? Expanding our education and upon completion, like we want to be leaving that knowing something more, um, with more education, higher education kind of thing. Um, and not only was it worth it on that level, but there are just so many reasons why it was worth it. Um, it gave me so much confidence. My business is completely like the way that I support my clients is just, completely different than prior to starting this program like it's wild um and then also just like the healing that I've experienced for myself because that's actually a component of completing the somatic experiencing course or specifically receiving the title or like the credentials so when you complete the three years of the somatic experiencing course and you do a certain number of hours of your own somatic therapy so you're working like they basically have these requirements where obviously you have to attend the program like you actually have to complete the modules whether that's online or in person 
So completing those three years and then also um, the other two requirements are logging a certain amount of hours of working with a accredited, approved somatic experiencing practitioner and doing your own therapy. So having your own personal sessions. And so that's a piece of it. And then the other requirement is logging a certain amount of hours of working with a accredited, approved somatic experiencing practitioner on like case studies. So it's basically like kind of education hours outside of the modules. So this program, you know, it's, I get a lot of questions about like, Ooh, which somatic experiencing program did you do? And let's, I just want to be clear that there are a lot of somatic certificates like you know a weekend course or a weekend kind of learning and I'm not saying those aren't good or anything but there is only one program um, through the trauma healing institute founded by Dr. Peter Levine that's three years long that you'll leave the program with the somatic experiencing practitioner credentials so SEP so if you ever see an SEP behind someone's name that means like they did the program that I did so I just wanted to kind of like clarify that. But to answer this listener's question, was it worth it? A hundred percent yes. As I said before, if I could like press a button and rewind time, I would go back to day one and start it all over again because I love it so much. But the cool thing about this program is now that I've completed it, I can actually go and join like a cohort. So just as I completed this three-year program, I can now be an assistant for the teachers teaching the program, if that makes sense. So I'm pretty keen on doing that. I am super interested in being an assistant. So I do plan on doing that. So you might see me like posting a little bit more about being an assistant for this program now because I'm super passionate about this work. So Next question is, how has your knowledge in somatic therapy changed your own life personally? There's a very big like component to somatic experiencing, even when you're working, maybe you are a client of a somatic experiencing practitioner, but there's a pretty big like education piece. So we want our clients to understand their nervous system. And, you know, this listener is asking just how my knowledge has changed my own life personally. And I would just say that, um, thinking back to like 2020 me, um, the version of me in 2020, before I even started this course, um, I had, very, very little knowledge about my own nervous system and what it meant to 
be in a sympathetic state and how that showed up in my life or be in a dorsal shutdown state and how that showed up in my life. I knew very little about this sort of thing and for me personally. And so I would say with everything that I've learned, um, that is how my knowledge has like changed my own life personally is that I just have this very deep understanding of the nervous system now and when we understand the nervous system we can understand our own nervous systems and that shows up in our lives daily and that's pretty powerful information so the next question is your biggest personal shift moving through the program I probably should have read these questions before I hit down sat down and hit record um so because I'm like hmm I should sit here for a minute and think about this but okay your biggest personal shift moving through the program. Um, I think that I going through this program and like I said, um, one of the requirements to be a somatic experiencing practitioner is to actually receive like your own somatic therapy and, um, you know, through that, I think we're always like, we're, we're just healing parts of ourselves or healing our nervous systems. And so I think there's just been like a lot of healing for me there. Um, and when we're doing somatic work and somatic therapy, like when we're supporting our nervous system, there's something called capacity and the building capacity is something that happens when we do this sort of work. And I think that's probably one of my biggest personal shifts is that my, I have built a much greater capacity to hold certain emotions you know so for an example maybe something happened in my life back in let's say like 2020 maybe like some stress happened or whatever and maybe it would have felt a lot bigger for me than it does now because I have more capacity to be with those more uncomfortable or those dysregulating types of emotions. And so um, that's something that mostly everyone, like if you are working with a somatic practitioner and you're supporting your nervous system, that's kind of like one of the benefits is that we're going to build our capacity to hold more space or be able to hold these emotions of all types. And so I think that probably would be my biggest shift. Um, I also think for me personally, I've 
um, always tended to go towards more of like a freeze response. Um, and I didn't know that prior to this program. You know, you learn a lot about your nervous system, as I was saying. And um, I think that was not I think that definitely was and has been a pattern for me throughout my life is going into more of a freeze response um, when something in my life happens and not only do I have awareness of that now but I know how to support myself um, when I notice that happening versus like prior to this program I didn't have that awareness I didn't have that understanding and therefore I didn't know how to support myself when that was happening either so I could go on and on and on and on about the way that my life has been impacted by this program but um you know this listener is asking my biggest personal shift while moving through this program and I would say that um things that maybe even like put me in a freeze response before don't have that effect on me anymore or I can like have awareness of that happening and I can like choose differently now it's pretty it's pretty incredible and just like one of the examples of how somatic therapy can support your life and um, your healing journey. Our next question is asking about somatic experiencing for a 12-year-old who has PDA and OCD and whether or not somatic experiencing or somatic therapy would be good for him. So I believe that, and I'm not just being like, oh, somatic therapy for everyone. However, I do believe that somatic work, so supporting the nervous system can offer everyone something. I have yet to meet an individual who, you know, just like is totally perfect all the time right um that 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 doesn't exist right and so I would say yes um somatic experiencing somatic therapy can be supportive for humans of all ages um even younger than 12. In my practice, I have a few clients who are in high school. I love working with teens, but I know this listener is asking about her son who is 12. And absolutely, I, you know, if, especially if, so this is kind of like when a lot of my clients come my way, this is kind of like a classic thing some of my clients will say is like, Meg, I've been working with a therapist for years and I just feel stuck. Or Meg, I I feel like, you know, I'm just not getting to where I want to be and I've been in therapy for years and I just don't think it's working, right? Those are some really common things that I hear. So I guess like what I want to say to this 
mom of this 12 year old who received a few different diagnoses um you know if this if your son is receiving some type of support right now and maybe you feel like it's helping a little bit but not exactly how you hoped or maybe you haven't you really feel like it's not doing anything um this is where you might want to reach out to a somatic experiencing practitioner to try something different. You know, I've heard some really incredible success stories from my own teachers who have worked with clients just as you described your son. And so, um, you know, I would say if you haven't tried it yet, give it a try because um, just some nervous system support um, won't like do any harm to supporting your son. So it could definitely be a good thing to add to his healing journey or to his support team. So final question regarding somatic experiencing is... How is somatic physical exercise different than regular physical exercise? Now, I saved this one for last because I might go on a little bit of a rant here. So on social media, I have been seeing a lot of language. Like, I feel like everyone is talking about somatic work now, like or nervous system regulation, or trauma, right? Like, there's so much talk about trauma, there's so much talk about nervous system work, and now I feel like the word somatic is also kind of starting to become somewhat of a, like, trendy word to use, or a buzzword to use, and, you know, social media is so awesome in so many ways, and then, it isn't awesome in a lot of ways as well. And I've been seeing these posts where people are posting about somatic exercise, like literally like workouts, somatic workouts. And as someone who just completed a three-year program through like the somatic experiencing, like the place to get certified in somatic experiencing. I, in my entire three years, never learned about somatic workout, somatic exercise. And it's really in those situations, I would be very curious who is posting this type of stuff? Now, I have seen people post about somatic workouts before. I have never gone as far to like click on their account and look at, you know, like are these people like, you know, certified or educated in somatic work? Um, because the people that I follow that are certified have gone through the same training as I have don't post about that because it's not a thing 
Um, so I would just be very cautious where you're getting your information from. There's people posting about somatic workouts for weight loss, and it is disgusting because that is not what somatic therapy is. And like I said, as someone who has just completed a three-year program, you'd think if it was a thing, I would have learned about it. Like there would have been a module about it. One of my teachers would have said something about it, would have taught us about this entire thing called somatic workouts or somatic exercise. And it's not, that's not somatic experiencing. That's not somatic therapy. So, you know, really just um, be mindful and cautious, as I said, about where you're getting your information from. Um, Just make sure, you know, you're connecting with people who truly do understand what somatic experiencing is and if someone is claiming that you can use somatic experiencing for weight loss that's a huge red flag and I want you to run far far away and like come to my corner of the internet because like I said that is just um that's gross and that's just someone using a word somatic um, a word they know that people are interested in right now and they're using it to make a profit so connect with the right people learn from the right people and if you are listening to this podcast episode I'm really grateful for you being in my corner being on my side of the internet because this is a safe space for you So those are all of the somatic experiencing questions that I received over the weekend. If you submitted me a question and I did not answer it, it is because it wasn't specifically somatic experiencing related. That does not mean I am never going to answer it. I will be back next week with a brand new episode and your question will be answered in next week's episode. So don't fret. I am going to get to it. I just really wanted to make this podcast episode specifically about completing my somatic experiencing program and answering your related questions and then also telling you about what's happening next. So there is something else that I do with my clients and I have posted about this before. I've talked about it on the podcast before. And that something is called internal family systems, IFS, or parts work. Now, somatic experiencing and parts work, or IFS, go beautifully together. Beautifully. Like chefs kiss beautifully together. It's kind of like this really delicious combo of two types of therapy that made such a huge impact in my life. Somatic work really supports the nervous system and renegotiating trauma that has been essentially, for lack of a better word, stuck in your body. And somatic experiencing supports us in renegotiating that and digesting it so we can like return back to our 
rhythm, the rhythm that we were like born with, or we have this birthright to experience. Now, parts work is the therapy modality that supported me the most in fully recovering from the eating disorder that I had since I was 10 years old. And I'm super passionate about it. And I have taken a somatic parts work course before, but I wanted to get deeper. I wanted to get deeper into parts work so I can be just as confident in the parts work and not just confident, but like just as knowledgeable is a better word in the department of parts work and IFS as I am in somatic experiencing because I feel exceptionally confident now after this three-year program in the somatic experiencing world. And of course, I'm just going to continue to learn and deepen my practice, obviously. Um, But I wanted to do a more in-depth parts work course and I am doing it. I signed up. I'm in a class. We start January 9th, I think it is. So early January, we start... I am so freaking excited. I made a promise to myself that I was able to sign up for this course once I finished my somatic experiencing course. And it was like two days later, I signed up for the class and I actually got the last spot in the class. So I just feel like the timing, like it it was just meant to be. So I am so excited to share that with you because... As I'm recording this, I have not shared that with anyone else except my mom, my dad, Scott, and a few of my friends. So that's the news. That's what's happening next. And I'm so excited to continue to expand my knowledge and just like further take steps towards the practitioner I want to be and like the work I want to be doing or the work that I am doing um, with my clients. So if somatic experiencing and parts work interests you and that's something that you want support with in your own life, I'm your gal. I'd love to connect with you, whether that's through the podcast, Instagram, or even through one-on-one sessions. I have all of my links linked up for you in the show notes. It is mid-December, but that me that does not mean that I am, you know, shutting down my practice or anything. I still see clients all throughout the holidays. And so if you've been getting the nudge to work with me, feel free to reach out. I can schedule a discovery call with you before we decide to take any next steps, but I would love to support you on your healing journey through this somatic and parts work lens. So thank you so much for listening to the show and I will be back next week with a brand new episode. (music) 